0: The two most successful teams in the UK, millions of fans worldwide, and brought to you by a pair of fucking wolves. It's the Red Side Rivals Social.
1: Hello there, everybody, and welcome to episode three now of the Red Side Rivals Social. We are still here with. Uh, football's weirdest podcast, where we talk everything Manchester United and Liverpool. So, I am your host, Brad, and I'm here with
0: Mister Leroy.
1: Mister Leroy, <laughs> that's the <a> new one. <laughs> I'm going to put it out there. That is a new one. So, this episode's going to be about uh, the fixtures. Going to have a look at our preseasons. How we got on in preseason. And the upcoming fixtures, we'll just pick out some of the main ones. See, obviously, when the derby is, yeah. And um, that was <laughs> Lee for this episode. He's just going to exclusively going to be making weird growl noises. He's not actually allowed to speak anymore. Um, Rewind the fun. So added. <laughs> so um, we're also going to take a look at. Um, some of the new rules that have come in as well for the Premier League because they're obviously going to affect us. So yeah, we'll, we'll crack on then. We'll have a look at the fixtures. So, should I kick it off? Because our pre-season was quite a lot longer than yours, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, he started way back in, was it? In, in um, May?
1: In July 2001. <laughs> the <laughs> the our, lack, pre-season,
0: yeah,
1: our pre-season started... In us, we did like a tour of Australia and the Middle East this this year, and going looking at last season's pre-season it can't be any worse than that. I feel like this one preseasons really haven't really no one's really like that all usually, soon, though, yeah. Thing. But I think with this one being like all these first one, it really gets gives him a chance. doesn't it to to mix have a look at some formations and have a look at some player choices that he wants to make because like he took everyone with him that was available to him. Like usually, the leaves. Like I was surprised Pog was there to be honest, but he took everyone there and he played like a load, a load of the young lads and stuff. So it's all
0: about like, increasing your fan well isn't it? Depending on where you well, go on
1: where you go in and stuff like that. Yeah, like obviously United and and you're a lot of international fucking teams now, aren't we? Do you got know, like follow worldwide followings and stuff. So it's good to like. It's, it's to the money. It's good to it's yeah. It's good to pay like you dues to like other over. Fans though, in other countries and stuff, isn't it? So, yes, it's, it's like the you're playing your pre season around Yorkshire, and I so. was <laughs> gonna be So, yeah, we kicked off our pre season against Perth Glory. As I said, it, the last season was, was rubbish, so uh, we'll just go through some of the results 2 um, 0 uh, victory against Perth Glory, which was looked like it wasn't gonna come, and then it came. Then we played uh, Leeds Scum in Australia as well. And that was a four 0 win for us. Absolutely destroyed them. That's where big Phil Jones smashed that header in, and I was worried that we weren't going to sign Maguire. Into Milan, oh, we played into Milan and we beat him. And uh, I watched that one on MUTV. And, mate Mason Greenwood was an absolute baller in that. <laughs> they've got they. He's the defender that they. Where's got, he come uh, from?
0: I don't know where the Somebody seems to just risen from beyond the great yeah well he
1: was he was it was either the under 23 I can't remember or young player of the year at United last season Mason Greenwood so yeah he's he's been like making waves and he's him and Chong are the two standout players I think because they were under 23 and young player respectively I, I don't remember which one it was but yeah um, this, this player this in, the Inter have got this Grinier he's sick he's like once you're one of the best centre halves and he got he got rolled by Greenwood and it was just so sick it was just so sick I was like oh my god Greenwood's a baller so um, I mean not to get too excited (laughs) next game was we played Spurs which again was another win another one of the young lads that I've actually not mentioned yet Um, I don't know his name is it? It's well, I do know his name. It's Angel Gomez or Angel Gomez. I think it's Angel Gomez, but he's another one that looks really promising as well. International Champions Cup, they'd be win that anyway.
0: He was Spurs, wasn't it
1: yeah. I don't get these preseason cups anyway. Liverpool will count that if they won one. So we beat Spurs. Then we went over to Norway and played played Beat them one nil, and we've got a game coming up against AC Milan. Um, which will be the last of the pre-season games then. Um, well, when is that is that this weekend? 3rd, 4th of August, I think. One of the two.
0: And you're probably like to see a, a strong United side out, aren't you, really? Mm. Trying to get a, a feel for the first game of the season, who's going to start, who's not?
1: Yeah, possibly. I mean, like I say, you don't, I don't really read too much into pre-season, but really strong pre-season for United, really.
0: Whereas we were the complete polar opposite.
1: <laughs> yeah, how did yours go?
0: So it was, we started off with a 6-0... Battering of Trump, yeah. <laughs> if you're not beating Trump that's <coughs> right. The This second side in Merseyside. <laughs> and then it's the next game's was a 3 1 victory over Bradford, which is for the Stephen Derby Foundation for Both in We then flew off to America, got beat by Dortmund, got beat by Sevilla, <laughs> drew against Sevilla. Which played um, Sevilla twice? sorry, it was in a dad sporting, rather. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we got beat by Napoli, absolutely Jeez. destroyed. Did you? absolutely destroyed defensively we were completely different contrast last year absolutely shocking but i suppose one thing you got to lock into is with pre-season you don't take into consideration that these players are doing double training sessions before they're actually playing matches so they're probably a bit leggy heavy-legged yeah let me just get my violin out for you i can't remember where i put it where did like i put that violin <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: okay now. it's
0: under your tiny balls, <laughs> Excuses. <laughs> but again like you say pre-season doesn't really matter you can't read too much into it you can actually destroy teams no you really month. can't I remember one
1: one pre-season we had Adnan Yanezai and I was like I um, was saying to everybody you need to see this this Belgian kid he's there he's going to be the next big thing because the pre-season he looked so shit up and then what did he do nothing really Yanezai yeah. did he, Who is he?
0: <laughs> exactly mate exactly but yeah and then we finished ours off really with a 3 more victory over Lyon is that your last game? yeah and then you've got the glorified game this weekend for the charity shield against city which will make it mean more yeah it's always it's always a good
1: game to be involved in isn't it I'd, ra- I'd rather be
0: playing it than not especially at that rivalry from last year where they, they did us obviously at the last game of the season so how does this work then this season it's cuz it because they won the fa cup and league second place gets to play in the charity shield so i'd rather them just play themselves <laughs> the last chance thing. of it mind you it's, it's a shit outcome anyway but really it's a competitive friendly isn't it the season opener everyone starts get excited about the football yeah. season oh, it's always sunny on the community shield and you can try and get for those. watch that, me pissing <laughs> it down for those that actually do fancy football you can get an insight as to what players you could potentially pick for your team for mm-hmm. those particular teams that are playing for yeah. Yeah. Um, so really our, our actual pre-season was absolutely naff we did nothing a lot of our players then we had the big three away 'Cause they've all been playing the African Nations Cup or you said Cup He said that he was going about you had six players away or something Like, like. Fabinho, Allison. We had Manayot, Egyptian King Salad.
1: Salad. No more salad. Fabinho. Sorry, a pillow just fell on my head then is we were okay. <laughs> <laughs> the pillow was just not having your Liverpool chat. So hopefully, fingers crossed, it's gonna carry on for Liverpool that this really bad run of form into the season. And hopefully United carries on. Yeah, with the good runner form that we've got into the season Ollie at the wheel
0: <laughs> what Ollie at the wheel
1: Ollie at the wheel the wheel's a fellow
0: so so really moving on from that let's start look at the opening fixtures then yeah cool what stands out for you for the first five games what is the, the biggest game you're looking forward to watching what
1: stands out for me is is the, it
0: Liverpool and Norwich on the Friday night? is that what it is <laughs> yeah that I can't is your opening it. weekend fixture that you need to pay attention to and then realise that when you watch United over the weekend you're still utterly shit and boring to watch
1: no don't be saying this to me it's <laughs> a big <laughs> test our first game is Chelsea you
0: never know Aaron Maguire could be a leading goal scorer with five goals this year could he <laughs>
1: <laughs> mate you would only, only be like seven behind Lukaku last season if that was <laughs> the case um, standout fixture obviously is our is our first game. It's Chelsea at home, which is a big first game in it really. It's
0: it, yeah. It's gonna be one of those where it's gonna be either immense, a high scoring, open yeah. match because it's unpredictable at the start of season. It kind of get it kind, of you're, kind of
1: gets kind of gets your free because you're playing Chelsea. Yeah. So if you get B, it's not really like oh doom and gloom because you could get beat anyway by Chelsea at any point. Any well, team could couldn't they really because they're one of them teams.
0: And again, you've got the unpredictableness unpredictab- of Frank Lampard. It's the unknown. It's he's obviously proven himself at Derby last year. Yeah, he's going to Chelsea, which is a completely different kettle of fish.
1: That's it. Like two brand new managers there, really, isn't it? So it's going to be a road game. But I just want all I want to see is, is go out and start the season, not like we started last season, just with a bit of passion and a bit of pride, a bit oomph. Yeah, just so I just that's to. A- charge the laptop with them before we died um, a lot of stuff's going on today i got pillows fall on my head I've got to charge the laptop up yeah I just want to see us going back to it I just want to see us go out there and just go and play positively just a different team come out at the start if I if I watch that first game and I see us come out exactly the same as we started the last season oh you want a sure. positive problems, yeah. you? Yeah. if like, you win or lose. You're yeah, a yeah. Because, yeah. like I say, you can get beat true. by Chelsea any when well, when you gonna have that but um, is you can get beat by Chelsea any time. So, just go out there and just just play like United. Just play like like when only took over. Play like that. Just and continue to at play home like time,
0: that. Aren't you? Your first games at home, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, so um, yeah. So really, you've got the graveyard that is Old Trafford.
1: Yeah. Our first two games are hard because the graveyard that is Old Trafford. Yeah, but
0: it's like really it was worse last year because it wasn't nice to watch.
1: At home, it at home it is worse. Like I don't think it's ever bad. It's it given a bad press, Old Trafford, but it's not like the empty hat. It's not like that. You go and there's fans and there's singing and and there's fans that are I'm constantly sure
0: sex dolls. Towards the end of last year, sitting in the air yard. Sex dolls. <laughs> sex dolls. <laughs>
1: But every, there's a lot of passionate United fans but the away support seconds and on with united you'll go when they go away the support for United is brilliant but due to the fact that the stadium's so big and the home support will be a, a lot of the time a lot of random people that's why it's it, they need to bring in these singing sections as they say they're going to bring in and stuff like that but uh, it gets a lot of bad rep but f- the fans are always behind behind the team
0: yeah but i say they... it's, it's Positivity breathes positivity, and because we were so crap last year, yeah, people just sat, weren't on the edge of the seats. Really, if they're not being entertained,
1: they're not going to get behind. It's the hard. Seat. It's
0: hard. It's goes again against the glazers. Because it's
1: hard. You kind of see it in waves. You like you see everybody kind of like take a big deep breath and then like kind of be like, right, come on, and then like start supporting again. But yeah, it is that. It's it's hard to it's hard to keep it okay. up when you when you just results are going against you and you're watching a team play so terrible. It is hard, but
0: and I can't why are we started recall, talking about this now no i <laughs> you just going back to the fact you want to start off a win but I can't recall how many games you lost at Old Trafford last year but that's probably the most I've witnessed United you know, yeah, yeah. so really go back to the Chelsea game you want to start off with a big win with the attitude that we want to turn this into a fortress like we have for the last two years at Anfield.
1: you know people used to be scared to come to Old Trafford that's yeah, the different well, street now back, isn't it? Yeah, and I think if we can play like we did when we left off with Oli before we started to play shit again quite frankly I think that we'll be alright but it, let's just see because we've got Chelsea and then we've got Wolves who we, who we notoriously struggled against last season so if, oh. those, if those first two games don't go well it's like oh, oh, yeah like already hit. again like we're down all the out kind of thing which yeah. is
0: ridiculous really when like you say you inherited that terrible side from Mourinho he stands on his own input now. So I really think people
1: slating that team quite a lot. I don't think it's that terrible. I just think the, the bit, attitude was so bad.
0: I think the midfield is probably the strongest point.
1: Strongest point?
0: No. Defensively, crap. Apart from the goalkeeper and your left back. Yeah. Our, our, def- our, 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 our
1: defence was terrible and up front we lacked creativity.
0: And then up front, Rashford's got bags of ability and promise. He was poor last season. He was, season Rashford. He he was poor last season Rashford,
1: yeah. Was, it's going to be interesting to see what happens now I don't know we've still got a few days left till the end of the season with transfers and stuff so we'll see what happens in terms of the and things like that so but yeah um, so, so what would your prediction what, be for that game? For, oh no if we're in predictions out just for that one game for yeah, what? One United one game, Chelsea? what would
0: you want?
1: I'd like to see us go out and beat them too now
0: which is doable
1: it's, it's Lampard's long. first game they've not Made any signings because they're not allowed to. They have sold Hazard.
0: And then they've retained some of the, the English youth they've got. After. Yeah, they've done well there with Hudson. Back, Madoe, he's been it? good form. That's one positive for them in pre-season. Is it he? Yeah? He's been banging in some goals. He's showing signs of improving moving forward. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I could I, I agree. with for I it'll either be two nil, a stronger home performance. So you look at it nil. Like you, you both take a draw opening oh, That'd be season. such a wet opening. It'd be a great result exactly. <laughs> for Wet <laughs> opening.
1: <laughs> Horrible <Washed>. worst. <laughs> What's your opening season
0: like? So, our opening game of the season is Norwich at home, which most people, well, obviously, you've got the Charity Shield this weekend, which is. you love elite. to
1: play Norwich. Didn't Suarez did score like 5 million goals against Norwich? Yeah.
0: We had a couple of 5 0s against them, a couple of hat tricks.
1: Yeah, you're pissed um, then, though.
0: No, but that's someone saying everyone's expecting. Don't be giving me... The... No, no. You'll no. twat, Norwich. No, we won't. Whatever. I'm going to go in and put them I'm going to go in and, in go like in and say, Norwich will give us a really tough game. <laughs> I hope they will. Well. But I'm going to say 1-0. I'll be happy with 1-0. It doesn't matter what score it is. As long as you got a first win on the board, I don't care yeah. what score it is. Oh,
1: I'd love it if you got me. Um, so, any other standout fixtures that come, we've got Arsenal at home on the 30th of September. Which is a big one.
0: Used to
1: be. Used to be. It you, 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 you <laughs> did used to be, mate. That used to be the two biggest teams. That in the Wenger and Fergie days.
0: It's on the dinosaurs around.
1: Have you got? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Won something? Have you?
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got like after that we've got Southampton away. Arsenal at home, which <sighs> it'd be a big game, and they're always good nighttime fixtures. But that's not something I'm really worried about it's Burnley more than anything that I'm concerned
1: about <laughs> what, what, what have you D- come up I'm most concerned about Norwich and Burnley because <laughs> mind you Norwich this is up a new Liverpool, team Liverpool uh, from the outside looking in I used to think Liverpool would put in a performance against the good teams and just get twatted by yeah, shit yeah, last season, to be fair last season wasn't last that bad wasn't for it yeah but that's usually what you to happen with Liverpool it's for standard, now
0: standard like West Brom but Burnley have always given us a, a tough game away so that I think out of the first games that is the one I'm most concerned about is Burnley away right
1: you're mental there's a United Liverpool game let's pick that out So that's. 19th December is it or no 19th of the 10th so uh, 19th of October Uh, it's a half five kickoff, but I mean obviously all the fixtures are due to change because you don't know with Champions League and Sky and all that shit Yeah. yeah so yeah that's the first United-Liverpool game is then. It's at Old Trafford. I'd like to see a bit more gusto from us because last season was the 0-0. And obviously, you just embarrassed Trastor,
0: us. Let
1: yeah, which yeah. led to Mourinho's sacking. i I'd like to see us go out and beat you this season.
0: I just can't see it, mate. I, I think... It's
1: hard to call. Two or hard three hard years me. ago,
0: when I looked at United fixture, it, it'd be one of those games where you think, right, it's one team you don't want to lose against. And I'd always... Anticipate getting beat. Really, yeah. Yeah, because it's one of them where wow. you just always have one over us for some reason. We we, we sneak a draw and for a period of time. We, we sneak a couple of way away wins at Old Trafford, the four one, the Cena. That was a great a great day in our local pub. The Danny Murphy days. The Danny Murphy Super days. Danny Murphy. That wasn't an era of Liverpool. Super Danny Murphy. Yeah, the Danny Murphy day. Three kicks away. Steven Jones nearly hat trick. Wow, the
1: that's when you got beat. Good.
0: But it was a good stay.
1: Steven Gerrard's nearly hat trick. <laughs> there you go, sports fans. Right. <laughs> now? Typical Liverpool fan <laughs> celebrating the nearly hat trick. That's like the, na- the the nearly won the league that time.
0: Eleven millimeters. <laughs> Ooh, call me out next. <laughs> what? Sorry, I meant nine millimeter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, um, yeah. Well,
0: going back to the point, I'd say the Liverpool United game for me. It's probably a bigger game than i local derby. Derby's controversial, I know, but I always look out for United more than I do the actual Derby against Everton because we've got so much history and so much passion and hatred there that it's such a yeah. big game. Would you not agree? It's, it's, it's
1: synonymous. It's what What is it? The blood red Derby? United-Liverpool? It's because it's the two most successful teams, isn't it, in, in, in England? And it's a massive, massive derby. I've been all over the years when you look at obviously the Merseyside derby more so, but City's. Don't get me wrong, they still big games, but. City only look forward to the United derby now because now they've got money in the goal. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Apart from the fact, when I know you, you, you hate me as I mention this, but when they were just going through that stage of mm. integrating that massive potential team, when they beat 6 1 Old traffic, that must have been a horrible moment. For yeah, them. cheers, mate. Love that. <laughs> Mike <laughs> job.
1: Why always me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a Bell and D was. Well, what a Bell and D was. He was absolute shite, wasn't he? But yeah, um, going back to that game, what would it have nine games Please into, do, yeah. Would have been nine games into the season? Obviously, we'll, we'll both hit a bit of form. What score would you say it could potentially
1: be? So, what we're going to do is stick our neck out and predict this uh, Liverpool United, yeah? Yeah. I'm going to
0: go. Go on, think of your head, not your heart. Because
1: your heart's going to be telling you, oh,
0: we're going to beat you 4-0. Yeah, so I'm going to go with my heart then, aren't I? No, use your hand because you
1: know okay. shit. Okay, let me make... <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to say, I'm going to take a 2 one tonight. At Old Trafford. Do you,
0: do you want to think about it? Try
1: again. <laughs> it's not, it wants to be a millionaire. That's my final one. It's like, you a foreign friend? You look a bit like Chris Tarrant. <laughs> <laughs> Why, what you do you, st- do you go on. 50, 50, 50. So I'm going to say. Take a draw? On, go on. What are you saying? I'm sticking. Too so, long. I'm twisting. Go on then, Twister. What are you saying?
0: So I'm going to say, on form, if you look at the opening fixtures. Oh my God, so is stato. I'm a stat man.
1: skibby dim young. I'm
0: the scab Not the scab I'm the stat man. Wow. Sorry. I thought that was irrelevant but I'm going to say a convincing 1-0 victory to us
1: probably be a bore off
0: yeah because it, it always is it's like the last couple of games apart from the 4-1 last year they've been dire to watch yeah
1: they have been bad aren't they actually yeah
0: so if it was looking at the fixtures and to keep the momentum going because City are going to hit the ground running so for us to actually have oh, any t- chance See it. do you have a
1: bad season surely
0: I, I just can't see it at the moment mm. so I'd, I'd take a 1-0 away and if anything okay. a one all draw to be safe. Okay, so you're saying so you're doing two predictions.
1: One nil. I've gone two one. You've gone one 0 So we might not remember that everyone. Remember, because remember. Actually, maybe don't remember that much. <laughs> and then the game after that for us is probably the biggest game of the season um, because it's Norwich, which you seem to be worried about Norwich for some bizarre reason. <laughs> <laughs>
0: now you're, you're saying no, Don't worry about it. I can see how it's four <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Next
1: big fixture for us is uh, third of December. We've got Spurs at home, and then after straight after that, it's the Manchester Derby where we play those noisy neighbours, and then Everton out at home. Which that's always a tough game for you, to be fair. Well, they're absolutely shite against us, but they always
0: seem to give you a game. Well, what was it at like, Old
1: Trafford last year? No, well, not only we're going to say look at the signings that they've made. But what score was it last year? I'm sure it was going
0: to be like five two or five three.
1: It's am sort of ridiculous. I remember seeing the notifications thinking, you're shit. I was walking to my mum's and um, the Did notifications. You just came. <laughs> I, I put this funny story actually. Well, I, no one should start a funny story with a funny story actually, just in case it's not funny. But I was walking to my mum's because I thought, oh, I'll walk there. And I put the game on. Um, so yeah. watching it as I'm walking. And I got freaking lost because I was just looking at the game. I was like gobsmacked about in it. Disbelief. Yeah.
0: That, that was absolutely toffee, they're destroying it all, traffic.
1: Yeah, it was near the end of the season, wasn't
0: it? Yeah. So like with us, after we beat you one nil, we've got quite hard. We're into the quietness. We've Got Spurs at home, Villa away. Then we've got City at home, Palace. That's always a tough game away. Palace, you're picking
1: out Palace as a Palace standout is a fixture. Tough game away.
0: Did you beat them at Palace last year? Didn't you? Did, did you? I don't know. Who did you beat last year? To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> And then we then move on to the derby on the 4th of December against Everton. But it's at home. So again, I'd be reaching out for another Ori, last minute goal. Oh, I don't even know what I'm doing here. I'm looking
1: at 2016 fixtures You're for United. against looking like, at
0: 2013 and you might actually be quite good again. You're talking about frigging Norwich, just threw me off. I'm telling you, Norwich, 4 0 at Old Trafford.
1: <laughs> That's a prediction.
0: That is a prediction. Put it in your, your Super 6 now.
1: Put it in your pipe and smoke it so yeah that's a, that's a tough little run for us there in December when the games come thick and fast as well and you need you needed the rub of the green because then we've only got a few three games in between and then we've got Arsenal then on New Year's Day so I think they always oh, mate and then we've got the use on 18th of Jan that December's that hard a way to start in a year, December's hard there for United Spurs City Everton with the potential of the, all these signings so I'm going to throw them in there
0: what
1: signs are you going to be? Arsenal. And then you at the Anfield.
0: So what's your prediction for the away game then? Right. So, so last year you were absolutely diabolical and we trust you. 4-1. Mm. So. What was it 4? I'm sure it was 4-1. I think it's 3. It's like a draw
1: there, you know. I think you probably. No, I can't say you'll beat us, but I think you'll probably beat I think,
0: us. I think, home, home win there.
1: I'm going to say 1-0. That's all. a safe bet. I'm going to go one all just because I, I'm going to go one all right because I'm thinking we've got to be better this season so I'm going to go one all.
0: the only reason I'd say we beat you is we played Spurs away the week before, and I think we'll be coming up with a defeat on that game do you think yeah yeah Spurs away I think Spurs will be a lot stronger this year they seem to have made a really good signing um, from was it Leon correct me if I'm wrong the offensive midfielder
1: oh yeah is it in something Thing. Yeah. I think mean.
0: Mean, Spurs would be a stronger outfit this year, it would be tough to go away to Spurs to get a win. So we'll be coming off the back of a defeat and I think we'll beat you 3 1. Okay, you quite Two, confident?
1: Three, Jesus, I need Jesus. to stop speaking so close to the mic. Scaring myself. And then so we're into the latter stages of the season then. So then there's a big jump there because obviously this season is the first season where we're gonna have a winter break. So they're calling it the the White Wall. <laughs> They're calling it the mid season player break.
0: But would you see really a benefit in February? Like, if you're going to do a break, I know we've got tradition, so maybe keep one of the fixtures over Christmas, but would you not benefit halfway actually through the season, not towards the end? Mm.
1: I, I mean, when do La Liga do it? In like over Christmas? It's
0: like the week over Christmas, and so you've got La Liga do it, the Germans do it, yeah. I I
1: personally think, do think, like, in, the English teams, the players have run ragged. I mean, no, no, because they played, they paid a ridiculous case. amount. It? They paid ridiculous amount of money. Obviously, that goes without saying. But I do think that we all of all of our leagues have an unfair advantage when when they have a break yeah. and we don't. But you, it's like synonymous with English football, isn't it? The fixtures over Christmas, so you're never going to get rid of that. Yeah, and
0: yeah, you would miss it. You it's would miss that, yeah. Christmas, you miss all that live TV when you sat at home yeah it's exactly it's, it's,
1: that's like that's just like normal stuff isn't it so I'm trying to see now where it comes in properly
0: I'm sure it's the 8th of February
1: I don't think it is you know
0: and then I'm sure that the next fixture is the 22nd because do you know how I'm sure about yeah, that yeah you're right you're right, the right mate around, you know I mean? yeah you're right sorry
1: yeah you're right so we play Chelsea we play Chelsea away and then we have the winter break then the mid-season break so and we're not too, back how's
0: you going to laugh at this what? A fixture before the, the
1: the winter break. Who do you think it is?
0: I don't know. Norwich away. <laughs> oh, fuck. So yes, yeah, so that's big, to be a tough game. <laughs> big
1: big game there for Liverpool before uh, <laughs> before the winter break. Don't want to go into that one on a loss, do you, mate? <laughs> yeah. Spring Swadders back. He'll score about five goals.
0: Yeah.
1: So yeah, so that winter break's going to hit on the after the eight, the the fixtures on the eighth. And then we come back and not long after that on the seventh of March. Is the uh, Manchester derby at home? Have you spoken about the Merseyside side derbies? Know you yeah,
0: but we have one, which is going to be. in, I'm sure it was. Yeah, so our first derby is on the fourth of December, so Wednesday night, which is a bit crap. Not fun in midweek games. But then, yeah, they're just hard to get
1: to as well, aren't they? If you've been, with, you're not going to go, are you? you? Also, yeah. you
0: need to think about the football fans. So the majority of people work, or they've got other commitments. Yeah, it's hard. So it's hard for people to get down there. 8 o'clock which affects the atmosphere and travel mm. for people I suppose so I'm I'm actually all for these Friday night games this season I believe they're going to be coming in a lot more this year We're yeah the fixtures out over yeah Saturday, uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday yeah it's I don't mind the Friday night football. football I think that's
1: quite good Friday night which football
0: which means the other leagues like the Liga and the Germans do it as well um, so I think that'd be interesting to see It's give you a bit of variety you, you, you actually see the football at the start of the weekend rather than waiting for a Saturday yeah mm so like after winter break we go in with a home fixture against West Ham which is always a tough game but I can see a win there for us to be quite honest yeah we then move on to the ne- next big game after that's Everton away on the 14th of March which with them improving this year I can actually see him be us this year I can see us getting like, a, a like I said way. I think
1: on the transfer uh, podcast like the season before, they've made some good signings and I think they're going to make some good signings this season, it's whether they actually do anything with them.
0: Like Fabian Delph, he's a bit like James Milner, he's been around for a long time, he's, he's quite a safe player, he, he commits a lot, so losing Gay isn't going to be that much of a loss I don't think, I think he'll come in and do exactly the same job for the Toffees.
1: The Toffees? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the bits of blues if you want to go them.
1: I want us to take four points from City, uh, both our City games this season. I you mean, I'm ever the optimist.
0: You think you'll beat City twice this year?
1: No, just take four points, so uh-huh. winning a draw. Uh, I thought
0: you said six points, then
1: say being optimistic. No fucking know. hell. I mean you've got to be optimistic, but I mean let's not be stupid. Yeah, so the fixtures for United, we've got a we've got a really good running at the end of the season. We have a hard period over Christmas, which is imp- if we can go through that and get points, I don't think we'll do too bad, you know, because we've got at the end of the season. After we play City, we've got Spurs, which is two hard games. And then we've got Sheffield United at home, Brighton away, Bournemouth at home, Villa away, Southampton at home, Palace away, West Ham and then Leicester. That's a good chunk of games there that are all winnable. And I know people will say like, oh, well, it's the end of the season, so they'll be fighting for their lives and all that. But their teams should be rolling over there. And if we could smash them yeah exactly I fucking love it <laughs> mate my ambitions to not get relegated <laughs> next season what are you talking about Um
0: hey, hi. I, hi, well we'll talk about predictions we'll talk about predictions in a bit but
1: we'll talk about predictions in a bit but um, yeah that's I, I'm quite optimistic about about some of our runs that we've got there I think it all depends on what we come like I say it all depends on what we come out like in that first game of the season that will set the tone but What's your running like for the end of the season?
0: So I was a bit this really. Um, the toughest games we'll have are City on the 4th of April, which may be a crucial game, it may not. It all depends on obviously how the rest of the season goes. Um, but being at home afterwards and before, I don't know, I can't see us being City away. Last year was a really tight game, and every single game we've had with them recently has been quite tight. He's
1: always seemed to play well against City.
0: He seemed to step up again. I think last year away to City, the Red Cow was a massive factor in us getting beat. Company should have been sent off as well in that game, which could have changed it in our way. But swayed it towards us. Mike, what did he do? Lunged in two footedly on the halfway line. <laughs> um, so I think that was a massive factor in them beating us away. Um, in the Champions League, obviously, we did them the year before, but I think that'd be a loss. Then you go into Villa at a home, Brighton away. Burnley at home what is this you're running now yeah in, yeah. so then you got Arsenal away Chelsea at so home y-
1: you've got an Arsenal in yeah. there you seem to breeze Arsenal usually yeah but
0: away it's, again it's a tough game yeah yeah true you don't know what side you're going to get with Arsenal they can even be absolutely dodgy yeah. it, it's definitely picked
1: away. out as one of the one of the, the bigger games isn't it when you play Arsenal like
0: and then we've got Chelsea at home and then we finish off with Newcastle but there's no rapid to save us so if we go into the last game there's so no rapid to save us <laughs> He definitely did as a favour last year away for that last-minute goal.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Horrible.
0: But I think, Horrible. overall, the fixtures themselves are quite... They're quite evenly spread out. There's not really a tough period for us where we've got back-to-back big six games. There's like two, then it jumps another six games for you an easily spread yeah. mid-table fixture. Whereas yours are probably a bit harder. You've got like a period of... We've got periods,
1: yeah, a couple of periods where we've got a hard period, then... Quite a good run, and I, th- it, I think it was similar to that last season as well. But,
0: but I think when you look at the fixture well, there's, there's never really an easy game in the Premier League, is there? Let's be honest. Every team, yeah. other than the newly really promoted, unless it's very big, they're all tough matches, aren't they? You don't. That's the good thing about the Premier League. It's unpredictable. One week you could go in thinking you're playing Norwich at home. I'd rather it and just be predictable.
1: Yeah, I mean, stop going on about Norwich. <laughs> <laughs> Like
0: I'm telling
1: it. you, that, that weekend at Old Trafford, it's four <laughs> If you turn up to the next podcast in the I mean, Norwich top pod, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> so yeah, so.
0: Girl.
1: But yeah, that's just a little brief look at some of the fixtures, yeah, really, yeah. isn't it? So, so, obviously, so
0: we will look into more detail as
1: and when. Yeah. The fixtures happen. And we'll, that's it. So like, like, like we've said, I've said, and I have said in the last podcast, um, we're going to be there every week, going, reviewing yeah. everything. But yeah, we just wanted to to pick out some fixtures but I think you wanted to talk about some of the new Premier League rules that, that came in didn't you so yeah that's right
0: because obviously a lot's changing you've got correct me if I'm wrong you've got 9 new rules that come into the Premier yeah, League
1: yeah it's 9 yeah. you VAR as well so there's a, yeah. there's a lot changing so 442 um, did a good article on all, all the new rules and stuff so <laughs> so yeah they actually mentioned Eric Cantona's Kung Fu kicking in <laughs> which was absolute cracker that wasn't allowed <laughs> that was wasn't, it's not allowed no so, yeah, so we'll go through the rules. So the first big change, rule one, substitutions. So do you know what that's about?
0: No, if you can give me a word.
1: So, you so <laughs> if you could give me a word, it's on interview. <laughs> I'll be interested <laughs> um, to find out. So basically it's saying that, so you know there's time wasting when they walk off in it and they walk off on the middle. Right, okay. Yeah. You can just say you're a right back, you can just walk off on the right. Or if you're a left back, you just walk off on the left. it's like a Saturday Sunday league. Yeah. It's like get yeah. off now, so you a Rolling kind of sub. So that's probably going to be fine with
0: VAR, isn't it? Where yeah. that's going to take a bit of time up to actually review stuff. So let's speed it up by. Yeah.
1: But what, what they're saying in this article is that the reason they talk about the Eric Cantonar thing is because when they walk off, they're subject to loads of abuse off the fans, you know, I as know, you're walking right. around. But I don't think anyone's going to turn around and kung fu kick anyone, are they? <laughs> or <of> have <what? laughs> Or
0: bite somebody as far as what I've done previously.
1: Oh, horrible guy.
0: Amazing player.
1: So, yeah, so that's going to speed the game up that. It's yeah. going to be annoying that, though, if you're winning, innit?
0: it? And so, is there any mention in there that if they were to take the time walking off, no you know, whatever the pitch was, there would be a consequence of like a yellow card? Or?
1: No. That'd be perfect. Analogy. It doesn't say that, but they're going to be done for time wasting aren't they if they're not going to but you just come, that's that that's yeah. illegal yeah, the because so they're going to come off there off yeah. I mean sometimes like one matter he nearly got butt once for for walking off slowly but it turns out was actually running that's just how slow he ran <laughs> <laughs> one matter I've never seen anyone run as slow as one matter so rule two rule change two really I like I know, yeah, I for those that can't see he's drumming like a little drummer boy is free kick walls would you like to hear what they've got to say something that's is been addressed it
0: the number of people that can be in the wall or is it the distance is it slightly it's strange?
1: been addressed because it was quite messy <laughs> most free kicks within 30 yards proceed to be taken by attacking players trying to squeeze in between defenders so you know when like, you yeah, get yeah. your own team member and stuff like that And the new law takes some getting used to in the exact measurement of one yard will presumably not be marked with vanishing spray so that's a bit weird isn't it and if it does prove to be the case, bring over the ends for defensive walls. Better mark those spare men and allow your keeper clear sight to leave them free and block a shot.
0: So, does it mention that you can't do a dirty FIFA tactic and put someone on the post?
1: That is disgusting when you do that.
0: <laughs> Very effective all the same.
1: Can I just say, right, when, when we, we play FIFA, we're not good at FIFA, right, but we often use FIFA That's as... Not
0: terrible, isn't it? <laughs>
1: yeah, we're alright, like... I mean, I'm, I'm, I got, to oh, division, I got to division one like on Foot ninety five, but he, every time he takes like a free kick, he puts that man on the near wall. What is that it's horrible behaviour? Like a proper fume. Sorry, that was a terrible. That was absolutely terrible. Um, wasn't it of, of the free kick wall? I just didn't want to read it rule <laughs> for rule. So rule three: drop balls.
0: Are they abolished them or something. They're no longer in existence.
1: Yeah, so they basically they're not going to be. be there. A drop ball though isn't it's like a, isn't like a drop ball at our level, is it? No, no. Like a drop ball, a ref drops a ball on a Sunday league game, and ten it's types all, of shit's getting kicked fall, out. Yeah, but on that, it's just kind of like booted back in it. So they're basically getting rid of uh, drop balls. Rule four: goalkeepers' behavior for the penalties. No touching the goal frame. No movement. One part of the boot touching the goal line when the penalty is taken. No standing behind the line. So
0: that's going to be a very hard to get used to for goalkeeping,
1: isn't it? No, yeah. It's it's hard, though, because you naturally like kind of I, I like, take, us, take a little bit of a...
0: Because it gains them an advantage, doesn't it? Yeah. But ultimately, like, you're going to have a stiff goalkeeper in the goal, so nine times out of ten the balls in the back of the neck. It's like a delayed reaction. So maybe that's why they're doing it, to increase goal.
1: Yeah, he's saying it stops keepers attempting to double bluff penalty takers by moving one way before diving the other. I feel like I feel like
0: that's the the entertainer Mm -hmm. like a grobbler yeah with wobbly legs oh yeah with them weird wobbly legs things like Jersey do you think they're the same in that final in Athens when we won the Champions League no
1: don't remember it mate no no that just escapes my mind so yeah so basically I feel like keepers have got don't have the advantage anyway and now they're really not going I think just like every penalty is going to be scored now which is good rule five goal kicks A goal kick is in play from the moment the ball is kicked.
0: Isn't that
1: the case anyway? No, that's what I'm thinking. (laughs) Possibly the most interesting rule change of all. Until now, a goal kick had to leave the area before being in play. That didn't used to be an issue. Goalkeepers almost always kick the ball long into midfield when an aerial duel would take place. Right, so it's because it's getting passed out now, isn't it, from the back. Um, When a goalkeeper passes out to a defender from a goal kick, and that defender's in the pressing them, they could deliberately intercept the ball in the penalty area. Right. right. So now, you, could, as soon as it's kicked, it's in play now. So
0: it's a, it's a free throw basically.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you can basically run into the area and intercept it,
0: couldn't you? So you but, see some comical moments where a goalkeeper might actually touch you, it. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's a bit of a shit one, isn't it, really? Anyway, but... Uh, rule six, accidental handballs. A goal scored directly from the hand arm, even if accidental. And the player creating a goal-scoring opportunity have, after having gained control of the ball using hand/arm will no longer be allowed. That's
0: gonna be hard to imagine, but I suppose that's again
1: when VAR comes But out. surely again, that's another one. Like, I think. What can you do about I mean, this accidental handball. I didn't know, but I'm not. I'm not 100 on this, but I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to score a handball goal anyway. <laughs> <My brother. laughs> yeah, well, I didn't to talk about. Uh, rule 7 celebrations. A player can be booked for their celebration even if the goal is disallowed. Uh, rule 8 head to head records. If two teams are tied on points, goal difference, goals for and goals against, then their place in the league will be determined by their head to head record. Uh, previously, it was a playoff, on it? Because it was on about yeah. Liverpool and City going to a playoff, on not it? But it goes on your head to head. Oh, it did happen. <laughs> yeah, because you threw the league away. Rule nine: Scoring from a goalkeeper's throw. You were talking to me about this, weren't you, before? Because we do talk, other than on this podcast. If the ball goes into the opposition goal or direct from a goalkeeper's throw, a goal kick will be awarded. Now, there's what a stat guy here. Throw, what guy Have you ever seen Peach Michael this? used to be able to throw the ball, mate, like far? But I'm not seeing him like absolutely launch it into the top bins, <laughs> just like a rocket. Questions will be asked about doping if the keepers throwing it into the goal goal of the season we Allison throws one into the top bin so those are the nine rule changes although it was a bit sketchy wasn't I on the on the um, on the defensive adjusted, wall at yeah, be three for
0: four, three to look yeah so basically on
1: that free kick wall the attackers aren't allowed to be there so that's that's basically so, what so long we gain the
0: advantage for the attacking team which is what you want to see isn't it so or yes more goals. and it, on top of all that isn't VAR in this season it is yeah is there any any news or rules on that online?
1: No. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> Surely there is. <laughs> no,
1: no one's mentioned it, mate. But,
0: uh, I think it's a good thing, though. It's like obviously we've been coming in. There's been a lot of negative press, a lot of positive press about it. The World Cup, the Women's World Cup, was quite successful. Did they have Ben's it or not? not? So much. Um,
1: I don't really like, like it. Like we have had this discussion a lot, haven't we, about VAR
0: and stuff. And like in, in some ways, the way I see it benefiting us football fans is I'm sick of all this defenders pulling strikers in the box and corners. Penalties not being given when they're a clear penalty or when people are diving, it's going to clear a lot of that up because ultimately, if someone dies, they'll get booked and there'll be no penalty, so you're not going to gain an advantage. Well, right you anymore. must
1: make sure you you won't have Mo Salah for any games then.
0: <laughs> Too <Touché>. shame. <laughs> <laughs> Good comfort. But, but yeah, I think. The one thing I don't like about it is, obviously, discussions. It's going to take a lot of that mm. banter away from people on, on a Monday morning work of, that wasn't a penalty, it should have been a penalty, that was never a goal. It wasn't the podcast goal. is over. The podcast, Thanks, mate. We are over before we started, but yeah, I, I think it, you just got to give it a try, haven't you? And see what happens to it, really, I think.
1: I never thought the Premier League would get it, mate, but...
0: It's going to be more of a... I feel yeah. like
1: I feel like they shouldn't have refs in the watching thing. I feel like they should just be normal people. Yeah, I agree. And they should just the ref should be the one that says. I want to. I want. To, like, I want to see that again. Like it shouldn't be. Yeah, it shouldn't be refs in the VAR thing saying you need to look at this because then no decision is. I don't know. It's not no decision is meant to be fifty-fifty now, but. Surely, we want a bit of chance still.
0: I think maybe it should be like in a sense of I didn't see that, yeah, you go to VAR or I want to see this again, yeah, you go to VAR. But if he's 100% certain that it wasn't a goal or it was a goal, then just let it, yeah, you it shouldn't, just, it shouldn't it, go like, to the video referee. The thing
1: with like as much as I hate City, the thing this is this what you said before, I don't know, when it, City played Spurs and they got knocked out, didn't they? Yeah. And then that Sterling yeah, yeah. one, that Sterling goal. That wasn't the ref saying... That was the... Off, that was, like, putting his hand to his ear and going, listen, I think there's a suspicion of offside here. Uh, have a look at it. That was just the refs in the VAR thing looking at a goal anyway. And then it came back, and all right, like, he came back and he was offside. So you're kind of, like, saying, well, justice has been done, but why look at it when the ref hasn't even flagged it up or anything? Only look at that if the ref goes there's something dodgy here, I need you just to just have a look at that. Right, I'll have a look at it. And then the person up there isn't a ref, but they know how to use the videos and they can go, burr, burr. here you go, Here's, here it is on the screen. Don't know why I just made a fart noise. Um, but yeah, and then they can have a look at it. Don't like take everything out by saying, oh, let's just look at it anyway. I just feel like it's it's just too like robotic almost.
0: And, and I think as well with the offsides, it's going to cause a lot of controversy where if an attacker's leaning forward and a defender's leaning back, Mm-hmm. the legs are in the same position, they're going to give the advantage to the defenders, aren't they? So how can you call it being offside when, positionally wise, the well, they, feet, they're on the same level? Well,
1: they, they changed that, didn't they, any part of it. It used to be like, if your feet, if it was clear, offside, but now it's like, any part of your body can be offside, in it? So if you're leaning, it's going to be hard, isn't it, for defenders. And there, I, think I think the think.
0: one thing I didn't like about it last year, because it was in the Champions League, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 So when you... Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah I thought they yeah, stopped that yeah. stupid ref. No, no, it was. The stun alarm. They didn't have any decisions. The in last year, and because there's no TVs at Anfield, or oh, all Why am I views, saying that? Co-
1: of course, it was VAR because we got the PSG and ball. Yeah, didn't we? yeah,
0: yeah. So when we we're at Anfield, the referee wouldn't make it clear that's, that's that they were going thing. to that. So the goal. For from what we were concerned was given the next minute was an announcement which didn't make no sense and then it was like a five minute delay yeah it's all and then, weird and then De- it's like it's going to delay that initial celebration and reaction mm-hmm. to a goal going in yeah. and with the offside as well it's like it's not. To, there's not going to be a flag traditionally when there is an offside it's going to go ahead yeah. the goal's are going to go in and you've got to wait five minutes to find out if it stands yeah, or it doesn't yeah. for your benefit or against it Yeah. so it's, it's going to be a tough one really but I think we need to give it a go yeah we'll see I'm sure
1: I'm sure it'll come up through the season and we'll be talking about it a lot but yeah I don't know it just annoys me really
0: but I do like that Old Trafford and that Anfield are having TV replays they are? they're not the only two rounds in the Premier League this year that won't have a big screen up to show the replays and that's
1: why the best two teams in 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 England so yeah so we've covered the fixtures and we've covered um, some of the new rules that are coming in is there anything else you want to cover? What do you think of uh, Liverpool's kit this season? Uh, you notoriously hate all no Bonds kits.
0: <laughs> I just find them very much the same every year. It's like different pattern, same kit. Yeah, and it's just I, mean, I suppose most kits are like that anyway. But United as well. Styles not changed, so they they've gone for the the actual kit from the eighty two eighty three season. Have they? Where with the stripe down the middle at home. Oh, they the, Yeah, so it's like a very retro kit, but with a twist. And, at first, I liked it, but now it's not for me. I think if I was going to buy a kit this year, and any Liverpool fans, it would be the black one, the goalkeeper top with the gold right. I think that's quite smart. Or the third kit, which has got the funky green. that because you're the really like goalkeeper? Your like, someone, <laughs> <laughs> like someone's vomited on your top. But oh, sounds nice that one. Yeah, yeah. Do me to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we. I love Adidas. To be honest, I've always been a Adidas fan. So that's one thing I'm jealous of United, <laughs> the, the kit maker. And if you look at kits around the Premier League, if you look at the Arsenal ones, they've got it's Arsenal is sick this so yeah. nice. Arsenal is sick. Obviously, it wouldn't buy one, well, but the kit is well, just no.
1: immaculate. You used to buy loads of kits, you when you were younger. We you used to, like you used to buy little, yeah. yeah.
0: Football. Whereas when you realise you've but you follow the football like a religion, you can't be seeing another team's kit, can you?
1: United's is cringy as this season, I think with the 90 plus fucking one and 90 plus three on it it's like I know it's the 20th anniversary but Jesus Again, like, it cheating. that's what I mean you know when it's saying talk about history and we always go on about Liverpool fans talking about history it's just like oh it's a bit cringy that inevitably
0: you can get away from but I do shirt. like the gold one the gold um,
1: away kit is nice are you getting on it this year? Nanny? no I'm not buying it I'm this year hashtag Blazers out not putting any money into that club I'll buy it off eBay second hand <laughs> Or myself. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any other kit you like in the Premier League
0: No. No? I've not even looked. You've even. See, you used to like everyone's kit. You're going around looking at everyone's kids. From stuff. a distance.
1: From a distance. But <laughs> well, you didn't go around to the ground. You are just standing really far away. <laughs> with I, your binoculars, you creep. <laughs> nah. No, I honestly haven't seen anyone anyone else's kids. I think I've seen Chelsea's and I've obviously seen Arsenal's because that's but, nice. But I think speaking Couldn't of, of kids,
0: maybe what we should do then? <laughs> is obviously we're going to come over a better bet than this. But one, over the two fixtures, whoever gets the, the results right and the scores potentially the closest to them, that then leads into a bet where you have to wear the opposition's top at the end of the season. No. Yeah. Or maybe we have a bet where who finishes high in the league, and then you wear
1: <laughs> a... Oh, that's horrible.
0: We'll think of something. Maybe not that. <laughs> maybe not that. Well, I did shave a hair off one year.
1: Oh yeah, one year. Um, what year was that? I can't remember. It was like ten, eleven, or eleven, twelve, something like that. Yeah. And you, you, what did you bet that we'd, we'd beat, you batter That's us? Yeah. And yeah, we got beat. Categorically wrong. And then I had the pleasure of shaving his head, which was great. And then we got people around to just shave his head because at that time, he loved his locks. He had them like weird, um, spiky like. You know, like when it was like Nick a mullet Jans, at the bike. <laughs> horrible hair, and then top none, and, and he just has the biggest face in the world. Still have, <laughs> still have yeah just, Um. basically
0: one of the shops. So the-
1: speaking of where we think United and Liverpool are going to finish this season, when um, should we stick our neck out and do some predictions for the so, season? Then. So
0: let's do a realistic one. Forget your, your heart. Where do you think your teams are finishing the top four? Okay, do let's do, do this. Top, top four.
1: I am gonna say. I think United are gonna finish third. From bottom. <laughs>
0: wow, that took me far too long to get that. No, third. Right. Okay. So who is first? I it's don't give a, a fuck. As jury. long as it's not used. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. If it was for me.
1: Well, you obviously think you're gonna to be the Top first.
0: two won't change from last year, and I still think it will be the same order. If I'm honest. City's got too much money. They've got a really strong squad and I can't see anyone beating them just yet. So I think it'd be City first, us second.
1: United yeah, third. Well said. <laughs> Spurs 3rd if you
0: shit Spurs this season. Spurs third. And then Chelsea. And I think you'll finish fifth.
1: What? Really? Yeah, what, what if we get... What if we What, what if we sign Baller He's really up for it. Yeah, but
0: before you were... Signed, at the point of
1: what? signing... At the point of this podcast being recorded, by the way, uh, we've got a few days left of the transfer window and... Nothing's happened yet. So if he's already signed and he's up for it, then yes. But at the minute, he hasn't. <laughs>
0: yeah, but I generally don't think you've got the squad capable of getting to the top four. Wow, that's, that's disgusting.
1: <laughs> Why?
0: <laughs> just my beliefs. I just think you've got no... There's no togetherness at the moment in the squad. So, you've, you've, yeah, you've signed Harry Maguire. you signed... James, was it from Swansea? Yeah, Saka. we've, we've, st-
1: we've st- signed
0: we We've strengthened that defence. Um, but you've still got to have Jones as the partnership with that massive colossal defender. Central midfield are sorted. Your strike force is a mess at the moment. So unless you sign to him, like you say, I, I just can't see you getting to the top four. I think it's too much of a challenge for you not to say you'll never get back in the top four in the next two or three seasons but I, for next year, I, for year. F- I
1: have every faith in the squad that we've got and i've got love. i just feel like if we can get rid of lukaku and then sorry and then um put rashford up top and he has a good season i think that we'll do really well no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Ollie's going to bring a bit more structure so, in this season so
0: actually saying that I think there could even be a surprise I think everything could get in the mix ahead of you what? so I think not. you on crack I'm, I'm going to say
1: you're on crack City I'm going to let me just ring the authorities because you are on crack you're under arrest. the <laughs> phone when you need it
0: I've actually I got to mention on tonight's podcast what Brad's wearing
1: <laughs> that doesn't need to mention mentioned. <laughs> it's a Liverpool kid <laughs> it fucking is isn't
0: it? yeah so like my, my prediction would be City Liverpool Chelsea or Spurs third so them two would be third or fourth and then it would be Everton and United that's
1: disgusting you shouldn't even be talking on a podcast <laughs> I'm
0: going to be completely wrong but i just like to wind this guy up
1: I just want someone random to win the league who is it's not going to be us I'm which is it's obviously not going to be right. No, well, that would be random, yeah, because you've never yeah, won the league in years. Yeah. I'll go. I'm gonna just say City to win a league. I'm gonna say sit
0: on the fence. Yeah, you only went your your team in Manchester, which is fair enough. Yeah, my heart says it. it's, it's Liverpool all the way. Yeah, it's our year. Believe.
1: I feel like you can't be you can't just be shit all of a sudden, which is. Which pains me to Wait, say. Which so the preseason says we're going to be shit. Sure, yeah. I feel like you might be right there. I think like the top two might be the same. I just feel like we'll improve. I Feel like so far with the signings that we've made and all, the preseason that we've had, has been really positive. I just hope it carries through. Pogba's got a better attitude, and we just we we can win some games last season that, that where we lost that we should have easily won, and I feel like that'll just propel us up a little bit so I'm going to say third and then I'm going to say Spurs fourth and then I'm going to say Arsenal fifth and I'm going to say Chelsea sixth I think Lampard's out of his depth yeah which is which is harsh it's going to be a but different me. Mean, not
0: being be able to sign players it's not his own squad he's having to yeah. inherit all these young players that he believes in because he's had them at Derby so Yeah. whereas I think it would just be too much of a challenge for him to get into the top four this year Yeah. what about relegation who do you see going down this year
1: well I was going to say United at first and then I thought no I need to <laughs>
0: That's a pipe dream
1: <laughs> uh, I think well obviously Norwich could be up there and win the league for you so I'm <laughs> surprised you didn't put that Maybe they may finish seventh I'm going go to go for Norwich breaking into the top
0: four <laughs> <laughs> Actually we've got our Wolves they could be a strong force going to year. It's, it's
1: so hard to predict though isn't it like I was thinking that when I was saying it I've just gone for the standard top six and just shuffled it around basically which is a bad shit I was tactic but you've like you say you've got Everton who's got a good window. We were trying to break into that, and Wolves were fucking brilliant last season. And they
0: will be again this year. Yeah, yeah.
1: They they're, they're um, under 23s won the league last season, so they've got good strength and depth as well by the sounds of it. So,
0: but for me, for relegation, so
1: they could be up there. I might even stick them in the top six.
0: Controversial change. I
1: might go with Wolves six.
0: I'm gonna make one change. I'm
1: going Wolves six.
0: You're Wolves
1: 6. Going Wolves 6.
0: Warrington Wolves. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to actually make one change.
1: If you don't know, we live in Warrington, by the <laughs> way, which is in between Manchester and Liverpool. <laughs> so that was a very, very specific <laughs> joke
0: there. I'm going to go for one change then. I'm going to push United up to 5th.
1: Thanks, mate.
0: 5th. What a guy. 5th. No higher.
1: 5th. Thanks. Appreciate it.
0: I'll put Everton in six for having the 1
1: right okay you're controversial
0: and then for the the bottom I'm going to go for Sheffield United absolute crash
1: yeah Sheffield United I I agree
0: they'll be up and down like a yo-yo
1: see you later Newcastle do you think? yeah Steve Bruce I mean I love the guy he's a legend but (laughs) he's got a big fat head and uh, they're going down (laughs) because his head's so heavy
0: I'm going to go for Brighton
1: yeah you just took my... Well, there's my three. Brighton, Newcastle, and... Uh, what what who did I say? I forgot what I said. I literally said it two seconds ago. Sheffield United.
0: The,
1: Sheffield United, Brighton, Newcastle.
0: And then I'm going to go
1: for... You're going Villa. You've got it, haven't you, really?
0: Norwich. Burnley? I'm going to go Norwich. How can you go with your team? I said they beat you. They said they'd they beat everybody else. <laughs> you can't. It was one of the toughest games of the season. <laughs> So my bricks with Norwich, Sheffield United, and Brighton. Right. Okay.
1: Okay. So there's our predictions. So yeah, that wraps us up, right? Yeah. Well, that is the podcast, is it? Or so, is it not? So unless. Oh God, he's got more words to say. One
0: additional thing to add to it is. We've not got good time. Uh, I think with the actual <laughs> fancy football this year. Yeah. F- for the Red Side rivals, we pick a team between the two of us.
1: Oh no, so that was disgusting. Free
0: Liverpool, free United, and then we add some extras, and we'll see how we get against everybody else so in, Everybody the next, else. in the next week I was we'll, presuming we've got one listener. yeah maybe not one or two <laughs> but in the next week we're, we'll release the actual name of the league and the code okay. and we'll invite people to join. yeah them. so we were
1: thinking about doing this usually we'll do a fantasy team um, on the uh, Premier League's official fantasy football so this year it'll be no different we'll set one up and we'll do ours obviously with United and Liverpool players as many as we can so if you do have a, a Premier League fantasy football team we'll release a league code so just set it up and, and you can join in the league if you want and, and compete against us now Lee is a proper stickler and will get up at like 6am every Saturday every uh, Saturday. sorry every week every game week and like proper meticulously do his team and then I'll do that for opening week and then what I do is just forget about it until December. I'll, I'll actually and then, take out all the United players on the <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you can do what you want because I... So if you're going to join that, that'll, that'll be, you'll be beating me, definitely.
0: And uh, hopefully if, to make it interesting, uh, if the if we podcast takes off and we get a lot of followers, we might actually come up with a prize for people that join. Yeah, we like, could sort something out, couldn't we? Yeah, we could... Uh, to make it a bit more interesting.
1: With yeah. People. yeah. So if it's a Liverpool fan... Something Liverpool, and then if it's United, fancy something United. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll line that up. But yeah, we'll we'll if you've got a Premier if you've got a Premier League fantasy team, or you follow that? We'll release a league code, and you can jump in there with us if you want to. We do have an email address set up now, so um, if you want to contact us or let us know if you agree or disagree or if you hate us, or if you want to tell us anything that we've missed or or stuff like that. Um, it's rivals at gmail.com and we'll have some social media set up for you as well and we'll give you the details of those after the next podcast which is probably going to lead into game week one so Lebo you're going to the community shield aren't you yeah. so we'll let you know everything about that and how it so goes on
0: some feedback for the performances and yeah. any, any advice maybe if you fancy football And um, possible starters for the first game of the Premier League.
1: Cool, so we'll see you back for game week one. Thank you very much for listening.
0: And it's goodbye from me.
1: And it's goodbye from him. Oh no, we actually
0: did (laughs) 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 that. Right, goodbye.